Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. On the show today, I have designer, podcaster, YouTuber, all-around big old Power Rangers fan, Jimmy Arias. Did I say that right? You said that right. Thank yes. you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I should have been professional and asked you beforehand. No, you got but it. But Jimmy, it. <laughs> Jimmy, thank you for being on the show. Thank this was, you for having this me. This was a ton of fun. Uh, we, we talk uh, Power Rangers, conventions. Uh, toys. Toys, cre- being a creative podcaster youtuber and stuff this so th- this episode's just jam-packed yeah, full of stuff myspace yeah the hard-hitting stuff yeah a little internet culture in there yeah. for you folks um but yeah jimmy thank you so much for coming aboard Dude, this is a thank blast you for having me like i i'm glad i'm glad to be here yeah i don't know why i waited so long to have you on uh Jimmy, uh, where can people find you? And you have anything to plug? Yes, of course. Uh, so uh, if you're interested in in uh, just my day to day stuff, it's Instagram. So it's GL Jimmy. I'm also on Twitter. Uh, I post less often there, but every time I have a random dumb thought, I post it to Twitter. And I used to make videos on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> we get into that in soon. the show. <laughs> uh, so youtube.com slash uh, Jimmy's a Geek. And um, I'm going to start my podcast soon, Angel Grove Radio. So angelgroveradio.com. Fantastic. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. The Geek Offensive is on all social media as well with the handle at Geek Offensive. This show is part of the Geek Say What Network, so big thank you to the network and to its owner, JPG, for providing a platform for us. He makes me say thank you to him. Go fuck that guy. It's okay, JPG. I still love you. <laughs> he's, he's, he doesn't. He's shaking his head. <laughs> JPG's standing right behind me with a gun to my head. <laughs> I love you, JPG. Uh, the network has a plethora of other shows available right now, ready for download on Apple and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your talking. First up, we have Ready Said Geek, your starting line to geek culture, hosted by Alex Catherine. We have our weekly trivia podcast, Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. We have our actual play RPG podcast, Nerds on a Roll, hosted by Lauren Peterson, Rob Sagara, and their whole crew. And we also have uh, DGIF, that's Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal, uh, putting a lens on marginalized issues within the geek community. Uh, On the horizon, or assuming JPG doesn't get in the way again, we have Pencil Neck Geeks tagging in your inner wrestling geek, hosted by Berto Ponce and Elaine Delalis. As far as I know, it should be released this month. So keep an eye out for that. Please download and subscribe to that one. Uh, our next shout out, and I believe that's it for all the shows. So please subscribe, download. We really do appreciate it. Uh, our next shout out goes to our associate producers, Wayland Productions, for providing the space and the equipment. You can find them at Wayland Wayland.ws, and they have a number of award winning audio dramas, including Where Live Frontier and Where Live Gold Rush, which is available on uh, Alpha and Apple Podcasts. Finally, uh, we have our apparel sponsor, jordandene.com. That's Jordan, D-E-N-E.com. They are a geek apparel store out of Brooklyn, New York. They help you look nerdy, and they're eco-friendly. And if you shop with the promo code GEEKSAYWHAT, you get 20% off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. And I believe that's it, Jimmy. Thank you again. Thanks again for having me. It was a pleasure. It was a blast, actually. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Cue my music.
Oh yeah. And Jessica Negri is going to bring in people. Shout out to Jessica Negri, my Shout way. out to if Jessica Negri. If you ever want to be on the show. I, yes. <laughs> if you ever want to just give me a hug, like, uh, yeah. let me know. Um, I've actually seen her in person and it's, um, it's actually funny how like silly she is. And I'm like, oh, that's actually like pretty I've, cool. I've seen a few. I've seen Meg Turney in person. Oh yeah. But she was still on SourceFed. Okay. So, so this is before her like cosplay stuff blew up. Got it. And I saw her in passing and I was like, I should say hi to her. But she was, she looked like she was in a hurry, hmm. and I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. Like when she's ranting about, you know, uh, f- people she hates, and she's like, well, one guy, I was in a rush to get to a panel, and some guy stopped me for a picture. So I was like, no, yeah, I'll just let her. She was on her way to a panel, so I was like, I'm, just, I'm gonna let her walk by. Uh, but she was stunning in person, mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, cool. okay, you know, uh, she deserves uh, all the success she's getting. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, more, we we need more of that. I'm always like, yeah, do your thing. And to be yeah. honest, you know, for those people who hate on those types of cosplayers, mm-hmm. they have to like stay in shape yeah, and like learn how to do makeup. They have to know their angles. They have to like oh, know yeah. the lighting. It's not just oh, like, yeah. oh, I just put this on and that's it. Like, no, it's no, not and, that easy. And even then their, their struggle isn't necessarily building the cosplay. I mean, Jessica Negri builds her cosplay, yeah. so she does homework and stuff, but it isn't just putting it together. It's dealing with the, uh, just wave of perverted people who, who are just trying to sleep with them through the comments on their Instagram. Yeah. It's these creepy ass dudes. That's where the struggle comes in. Cause it's like, I don't, would it, I don't know how I would handle having thousands of messages a day from these pervy ass guys and not knowing is this person a legitimate photographer who wants to work with me mm-hmm. or is this a guy trying to show me his junk? Like what am I, you know? So yeah, well, you know, someone who builds, these huge elaborate uh cosplays maybe they don't get the attention that uh the Justin Negris of the world are getting but they also don't have to deal with seeing you know these perverted messages because mm-hmm. i'm sure that it starts to hurt the soul after a while you oh know? yeah so i mean it either it'll either hurt or she gets numb to it oh, it's yeah. one of the two. Oh yeah and yeah. I'm, I'm sure you know when you get to a certain level you start to be numb by it Mm -hmm. but at the same time i'm sure like when you meet someone new in person you kind of wondering to yourself does this person genuinely want to work with me or are they trying to get something else from me Mm -hmm. because you know i've I've talked to some of my female friends and you know they've they've told me like they're just they want guy friends but Mm -hmm. turns out these guy friends are just trying to fuck them yeah and i'm like well i mean that's guys sometimes but like yeah. that's a struggle that's just a regular girl just imagine if you're on a platform with millions of followers i'm, I'm assuming someone as big as her has like a moderator or something for her I would social hope so. media i would hope yeah i would hope so i mean i'm sure her boyfriend probably you know helps yeah. um just delete messages and mm-hmm. stuff and just shows her the, the good stuff but there's only so much that could be done mm-hmm. like i back in the myspace days i was doing stuff for a, a youtube friend of mine and myspace days back in the myspace you were days. working for myspace or no, no, or so doing stuff for I, I was doing stuff so he at the time now he has like three million subscribers okay uh, at the time he had a, a lot less mm-hmm. uh but he still had a, a following so i was um he gave me his password and his email because he trusted me um just imagine if, if I would have been a shitty person. Mm-hmm. Um, my only job was to accept friend requests. Right. And he had pages upon pages upon pages of friend requests. Wow. So that every time like there's a, a big social media person, I'm like, 
like I can only imagine how much stuff you have because yeah, back in the MySpace days, if that was a headache, because there was MySpace wasn't you know the best platform, so there was no select all except um, like on emails or something. It it was just all accept 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 yeah next page accept accept and internet wasn't that as fast as it was yeah. and myspace is very ad heavy so it took forever oh, man. to MySpace just go days. through them yeah i miss myspace how, sometimes how um god when did i stop using it when did you stop using MySpace? i stopped using myspace in like 2010 maybe 2010 you got further than i did i think it was right around the same time i ended college so it might have been 2007 8 because I was still using it around then uh, because I was in high school. T- you know, I remember using it still after I graduated high school. Yeah. So it might have even been to, like late 2009, early 2010. Yeah. I it's just, just re- yeah, it's just funny that that one died off. I don't even know how it did. People just stopped using it. Yeah. People just jumped over to Facebook. Yeah. And there was this thing where people were like, they thought that they were grownups ups. So they jumped over to Facebook because it seemed more adult. You, you know what it is? I remember when it was brand new. I think my school, it, back when it started, it was only for certain schools. It started, yeah, right. I, I, yeah, I think people have seen the movie. So it started with the Ivy Leagues and then it eventually, the next year it went to like private schools and mm-hmm. just big colleges. Because I remember my school got it like maybe a year later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, for a long time it wasn't public. You had to have like a college uh, yeah. email. Yeah, when I signed up, because I was in high school when Facebook became a thing. Okay. Um, so I signed up towards the tail end of high school. So I had a, there was a while that there was overlap that I had both Facebook and MySpace. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when I registered on f- Facebook, I had to choose what school I went to. Mm-hmm. If you don't pick, if you didn't pick a school, you couldn't register. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's why it became so cool because, um, like there was a lot of like older people on on MySpace. Um, and I noticed yeah. because I started getting friend requests from like older ladies, uh, <laughs> like, and it was the funniest thing to me because I, uh, like one of them like was hitting on me through messages, and I was like eighteen. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Girls my age weren't talking to me, so I hadn't. You know, this is. This they is could new. teach you something. No, I mean, I mean <laughs> but they were like hitting. All right, on me. right. No, I, I, and in hindsight, I know they were hitting on me. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. that moment, I had no idea. I just thought that, like, oh, they want me. They want me to play, you know, mafia wars with them or something. I don't fucking know. Okay. Um, uh, that's what I. That was the thought. I didn't even know how they found my page. Um, but I accepted them. You know, maybe uh, that's what it was. I guess it, you, it, it's interesting talking to someone who got it like a few years after I did, just because I like I don't know why it kind of why one blew up and the other didn't so i guess because myspace had everybody on it first yeah yeah maybe that's yeah that explains a lot because even then like nowadays i look at facebook and everyone is on facebook yeah. my dad is on facebook and the other day um he's like oh you were hanging out with some girl i'm like what are you talking about he's like i saw it on your facebook i'm like what <laughs> why what are you doing <laughs> looking at my facebook because I got tagged in some picture. And he's like, yeah, you posted it. I was like, I didn't post it. You know, someone else posted it and they tagged me in it. It's like, oh, well, I saw you were hanging out with the girl. Okay, whatever. And then my coworker was like, who's, who's, the, who's the girl you're hanging out with? I'm like, it's just, it's a friend. You know, I'm not, hey, I'm not dating mm-hmm. here. It's just a friend. Uh, no, but he's like, oh, I see you with different girls every week. They're all friends. So I'm like, okay, I think I'm, I'm ready for a new platform to come in. Uh. I could drop Facebook and go over there where my parents aren't at and my co- older coworkers <laughs> aren't at. But I think I'm, I'm becoming the, the old guy now because I'm, 
I don't think I'm going to be able to, ad- to adapt to it. <laughs> well, I mean, there's already all these new platforms. I'm like, I can't even fucking yeah. kick that, like, keep up. I mean, TikTok, like, grosses me out, man. I, was, I, I don't know if you've seen the shit that's on that platform. I've seen I, the shit that's on that I, platform. I'm just like, why does it attract that group? Maybe it's, I guess, related to what happened with MySpace. It's like, yeah. why is it attracting these people? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it was very similar to for a while. Instagram had a lot of young people mm-hmm. and no old people at all. Yeah. And I say old, you know, very loosely, but like the older side. Um, like boomers. Pretty yeah. Much. yeah. Um, and now they're on it. And I, I guess the younger crowd is kind of looking for a way to escape their parents or grandparents. So they're going to go wherever they're not. And I think that's what TikTok is doing right now because yeah. I, I have a TikTok account. I've never posted anything on it. God bless I, you. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know how to TikTok anymore. Yeah. You know, I remember starting Vine and I started Vining and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then yeah. it sh- shut down. Yeah. Um, so now I'm like, okay, well, I don't even know what TikTok is. Like, how do I, I TikTok? I, don't I know. follow a subreddit called TikTok Cringe and oh. it's, I've lost <laughs> all faith in humanity. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't think I need to follow that Everyone's worried about the stuff. president and what the fuck he's doing. It's like, no, 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 no. This is TikTok. We got to we gotta take care of that. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm i going to check that out when I get home. Like, that, <laughs> that sounds kind of amazing, but at the same time, I'm sure I've seen some, some cringy TikToks just yeah. opening in the app. Like, I'm sure I'll find something immediately like i've i've subscribed to another subreddit just to like it's called iBleach. oh i love iBleach. yeah so it's yeah. just like oh thank god this is here because yeah just cute bunnies and puppies oh and my god like just people being awesome yeah yeah no i i subscribe <laughs> to it as well because every now and again um one of my best friends she does this really cute thing where she'll mm-hmm. send me like uh cursed images and it's just like why, why oh, would you send me this i i unfortunately couldn't help myself and i follow that one too yeah I mean, so, so you you hurt yourself so you'll go to cursed images yeah and then immediately <laughs> jump over to iBleach. like so i i subscribe to iBleach and i'll like legit go on there like why would jennifer why would you show me this yeah and she's like because if i have to see it you have to see it too yeah i'm like i, I guess you're right so i have to get her back and mm-hmm. show her some cursed images too because it's not fun and I'm not. I'm not going to sh- send her any eye bleach because I sent her eye bleach uh, because I needed to. I'm like, yeah. Screw it. You know, I'll, sh- I'll share the wealth. Here's a cute bunny eye bleach, or here's my cat. Yeah. So. Oh man, internet culture is this. Uh, so it's, it's a weird thing. I can't wait for textbooks to come out on this stuff. Yeah. Just studies of it. I, I follow this one YouTube channel who kind of does that. Uh, now uh, his name's Justin Wang, and he has like a couple of like segments on his show called like Mysteries of the Internet and okay. like Angel Fire Adventures. Oh, okay. Uh, do you remember Angel Fire? No. No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You do. Uh, okay. I, it's I, like a GeoCities type so of thing. So I remember it. I was never on it, but yeah. I do remember it. Um, I remember GeoCities. Uh, same mm-hmm. thing. I wasn't on it, but I remember it. Uh, I remember High Five. Was it? High, was it Five High Five? I never used that one. Uh, no. But I remember that. Uh, I think that's what it was called. Uh, Friendster. Friendster, remember Friendster? Um, wasn't on that as well because I didn't have internet for a while. Yeah, um, it wasn't until I got into high school, mm-hmm. and I begged my parents to like get me a computer with internet. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, "Why do you need it?" I was like, "Well, I'm in high school now. I have homework, and I don't want to go to the library." Yeah, and they're like, "Well, we'll think about it." And then like some kid got shot outside of my school, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, he didn't make it. So my parents were terrified. So they got they got me a computer because they're mm-hmm. like, "Okay, well." We want you to come straight home. Yeah. You know, we don't want you to go to the library. So I was like, shit. So I was able to get a computer with internet. And that's when I was able to like get on MySpace. And that's when MySpace is 
had just really started and I was able to like enjoy having internet. Okay. Uh, so when, you know, my, my school schedule was interesting. So I got home, uh, about two and a half hours before my brother got out of school. Mm -hmm. So I had two and a half hours to just be on the computer by myself, which meant a lot of MySpace and a lot of porn. Uh, so <laughs> shit, I was in high school. Like, yeah. Well, of course. Um, you hadn't, we finally had an outlet back then. You don't understand. Yeah. I mean, it was, it wasn't great, but it was, it was a thing, you yeah. know, and, and it was, you know, it was awesome. Um, you're waiting for like the image to load and it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like taking forever. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And like, I had to be super sneaky with it. Yeah. Like I had to delete my history the moment I, mm -hmm. you know, as soon as I left to go pick up my brother from school. Cause my mom was like, you have to go pick him up from school. Yeah. You know, I'd have a car. So it was like, you know, I would walk to his school, mm -hmm. wait for him outside and then walk back with him. Um, then he started middle school and I graduated high school and I still picked him up because I wasn't going to school and I didn't mm -hmm. have a job. So my dad was like, you got to do something. Stop being fucking lazy. I was like, I'm not being lazy. I'm just enjoying not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what being lazy is. I'm doing what I want in life, dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking a year off. <laughs> no, he, he forced me to go back to school. Okay. And, well, where are, you, where are you from originally? Uh, born and raised in Long Beach. Well, Long I wasn't Beach. born in Long Beach, but I was raised, raised in, Long, in Beach. Long Beach and I lived there the majority of my life i live there now yeah because um, we've we've never actually we've known each other for a while we've never actually had a chance to sit down and yeah. talk i mean because we've mostly had conversations uh and there's other people around mm -hmm. at, or we're at conventions mm -hmm. so it's very kind of like you're doing one thing i'm doing another yeah hey how's it going mm -hmm. we don't hate each other all right dude have fun we'll see we'll talk later and then we go, we go our separate ways yeah so yeah i'm uh born in linwood uh, then raised in Long Beach. Okay. Uh, just lived in Long Beach my whole life. So I work in Long Beach. I live in Long Beach. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 my home. I was actually just out there for uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, that's right. Was yeah. that at Costa Long Beach or was that? Uh, it was. Yeah, it was at the Pyramid. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dope. Dude, that's Ko. <laughs> that's Ko thirty five from Power Interest in Space. <laughs> it is. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and look at it now. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's there's an episode. It's towards the end where like they go back to Ko thirty five, yeah. which is Andros's planet. Sorry guys, nerd shit. Uh, so yeah, the the blue pyramid. Oh, don't worry, this, it, this show's been it's been nerd shit all over the place. Don't worry. But, but yeah, dude, it's it's that's Ko thirty five. Yeah. So whenever my friends and I are oh, like shit. in the area, we're like, that's oh, where are you guys at? We're at Ko thirty five. What? <laughs> the Walter Pyramid. Okay, damn. I'm <laughs> so, gonna start calling it that from now on. I call it Ko thirty five, and my nerd friend, my Power Ranger like friends, like they know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, you're you're at Castle Long Beach at the Walter Pyramid. Okay. So, yeah, that's Ko thirty five. All right, let's, let's wind it back a bit. Have you always been uh, a nerd? And by the way, we've we've met through our fellow friends who, who podcast and do streaming shows as well mm -hmm. you you do plenty of that as well yeah um so back to when you were younger did, were you always into the nerdy stuff what did it come about at a certain time in yeah, your life um I, like the earliest show i remember watching was power rangers mm. like my uh my babysitter. I mean, you're decked out in it now. Yeah, the hat and the shirt. The shirt's shirt. dope. Cap, thank you. Yeah, I have some Mechagodzilla on my shirt with Dragon Sword. But mm -hmm. yeah, like it was the first show I remember watching. Oh wow! And like I remember uh, because my babysitter, at the time, her son was at the age that you had to be when Power Rangers started. So he would watch it every single day before going to school, and I'd be wide awake watching it with him. And like I remember watching it in the mornings with him, and uh, so yeah, like I've been I've been in love with Power Rangers specifically mm -hmm. since I was a kid. But I've always been a lover of nerd culture. Uh -huh. But 
you know, as you get older, you kind of start to hide it because it's no longer cool. Yeah. It's not going to get you laid. Like, it's just, you know, it's it's not ideal, in, you right. know, when you're in high school, too. For some reason, I thought you were, like, way younger than me. So I was like, wait, I don't know if we're going to remember the same stuff. But we're, we seem pretty close. I'm 29. You're 29. Okay, yeah. 34. Okay. So, yeah, so we're no. not that, okay. you know. Uh, you, you, I'll put it this way. You remember life before a computer. Yes. Okay. That's just- Yes, I, I remember that. I remember dial-up internet. Yeah. Oh boy! Uh, I was around 56k. What up? <laughs> no, I, yeah, I was I was around during the LimeWire days. During like, <laughs> like I I remember fucking up so many computers. Oh like, yeah, you know mo- mostly. Uh, funny I, story. I can't t- man. If my college laptop was a person, it would have terminal cancer. <laughs> oh my! I, uh, so I, I had I had a home computer, but I was scared shitless to like do anything on it on that in terms of like lime wire frost wire whatever oh yeah so what i would do is uh my my grandma uh she lived in mexico uh with my aunt and they had internet cafes mm-hmm. all over the place oh yeah, yeah internet was becoming a thing but a lot of people couldn't afford it so they internet cafes were a thing so i would go to these internet cafes and i would download a shit i would download lime wire mm-hmm. and then i would download a shit ton of music yeah burn it onto a CD yep. and take that home. And then like I put, then I'd put the music from the CD onto my computer. Uh, cause I didn't want to get arrested. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are they going to do? Catch me in Mexico? Yeah. You know, it's like, shit's it's like do they, they haven't even written anything down for this. They could do anything to me. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I remember like, um, there was every signs put up, like, please don't download music. <laughs> Um, so I know it's more of a suggestion at that point. Oh yeah, because you know these are just regular computers, so like um, they didn't have any like monitoring software from like the like main guy. So uh, I know certain computers were were angled in a way so you could just go in and watch porn. Mm-hmm. Um, I w- never used those because uh, oh yeah, sticky keyboards and such. But uh, oh yeah, but uh, I was actually that's actually more accommodating than I would have expected for that time. Yeah. I just I just think they realized people were going to do it anyway. Yeah. But they don't want to see it, so just, just just go behind the curtain, you fucking pervert. Yeah, so they, they had uh, <laughs> these little almost cubicle th- types. Yeah, some of them did. Others were wide open, mm-hmm. and you could see everything because uh, they wanted to monitor what you were doing in some way. Others had a few computers that were facing the wall and kind of behind the cubicle type system, and uh, those were the ones I would pick not to watch porn, but to not get caught downloading music. Right. So I was like, okay, what's what's on the radio? So like, I'd listen to the radio. I'm like, oh, that song's cool. Mm-hmm. Grills by Nelly. All right. <laughs> you know. I'm I'm gonna download this, uh, so I'd Nelly. go with a list <laughs> and just like search them up and download everything. Put it on a CD, take that home, uh, put that CD onto my iTunes, and then rip that onto my iPod. Uh. Uh, so it was it was complicated. I had to go to a different country to do it, but I, I did it. <laughs> oh damn! But I fucked up so many computers. I know that for a fact. Oh yeah, like I said, my called laptop. Rest in peace. Jeez, oh, I don't even know where it is right now. <laughs> no, I, I know where my my high school computer is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tower. It's not plugged in or anything, but it's in my parents' room, like in their closet. Mm-hmm. And like, when are you going to get your supercomputer? I was like, I'll get it eventually. Mm-hmm. And I'm tempted to just plug it in to see what's on it still. Because I know I wiped it before I disconnected it. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious to if I left anything behind. Because I didn't do like a, a hard reset. I just t- dragged everything onto an external hard drive and s- called it a day. Mm. And then, so, okay, so back to uh, the Power Rangers thing. Yes. That seems to be that was your, your gateway oh, into yeah. all the nerdy stuff. Mm-hmm. What, which one was your first Power Rangers? Mighty Morphin. Mighty Morphin was so, it. So, I mean, okay. I was born in 1990, and it came out in 93, mm-hmm. so I was three years old when it premiered. Okay. So, do I remember much of it from that back then? Not a whole lot. I know of it now because I've rewatched it, mm-hmm. but, like, I remember being super into In Space. 
That um, was my favorite season. Oh, same here. Yeah. Um, which is crazy because I've I've drank with Christopher Kamen Lee. Oh, who shit. played Andros. So like it's it's super nice guy. So he's bought me a burrito once. Like that's <laughs> fucking dope. Yeah. So it's like who who else can say that? I mean, I'm sure there's people. It's like uh, thanks, Andros. Yeah, thanks for the burrito. <laughs> um, so like that was my favorite season. So mm-hmm. I would remember rushing home to yeah. to watch it. Um, and I said this story on the uh, Ready Say Geek, but I'll say it now I almost auditioned for Power Rangers as yeah. a kid. Um, for Turbo, mm-hmm. because uh, oh, because they were gonna cast Justin. Yeah, and, yeah. But I was on a mall, and uh, uh-huh. I'll say it here because I don't know if they listen to it. I was on a mall with my mom and my aunt, and I think my, one of my sisters. Um, and some lady stopped us, and they're like, "Oh, you know, we're looking for kids to be the next Power Ranger. Would he like to audition?" You know, and I was this cute little kid, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I want to be a Power Ranger." Yeah. And my mom was like, "Okay, yeah." And then my aunt's like, "Yeah, we'll take your card, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll call you." And then, you know, we walked away and my aunt's like, that's bullshit. Why would they, why would they get a kid to be a Power Ranger? And mom was like, yeah, you're right. It's, it has to be a scam. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I'm like, you know, yeah, why? Why would they choose a little kid? You know, the following year, Turbo. I it's like, like, oh, that's why. Yeah. So I could have auditioned for that. I probably, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have got it. I was too, I was little, but like. It's still but did just... you have that moment where you're like, see? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because I, I could bring that story up to my mom and my aunt. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't remember that. Well, of course you don't remember it. It was just, you know, a Wednesday for you. It's like, I could have been famous. Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> that. You know, um, but yeah, I could have been, or even then I could have been a Beetleborg since, mm-hmm. since I'm sure they did a casting around the same time. Do you, uh, oh God, Beetleborgs, you've Beetle just triggered some memories <laughs> in my head and the American version was, I have not seen the, the Japanese show, but B-Fighter. Uh, yeah. I've not seen that. Um, but yeah, that show was fucking weird. That it was like was a super weird haunted house. Yes. And then the, the, the main Jay ghost Lindo's? was, yes, yes. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Flat, oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a weird show. And yeah. then VR Troopers was out. VR Troopers. That was a weird show too. That was, really, that was supposed to be Tommy. Oh, now it's Tommy, but that was supposed to be Jason David Frank. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't so, know that. So the story goes, um, the he was popular on Power Rangers. They wrote him out of the show. Uh-huh. He had, he they gave him this show. It was supposed to be called uh, something of Cybertron. It was just called Cybertron. Okay. Which if you know you Transformers, can. yeah, you know, you'll know the the name. Hasbro's and, gonna be like, hey, cut that shit out. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, they eventually renamed it, but like it, he was supposed to be not Ryan Steele. He was the other dude. Yeah, but he, he was called something Steel. Uh his last name was still Steel. Oh. Uh but it was it was Jason David Frank, new mm-hmm. character. The pilot's on YouTube. And, like, oh, you really? You see the pilot on YouTube and they reused the uh the white t- the white ranger theme song for the Cybertron theme song. <laughs> and it is the it is such a magical like thing. It's Whoa. so campy. But it's Jason David Frank as the, the main VR trooper. Instead of being three, mm-hmm. it would have been just one. It would just would have been him. Like Oh. Yeah, it was that I didn't know. It was nuts, but like little kids were like, you know, they wanted Tommy back. Yeah, because I think VR Troopers ended up being a compilation of like a few shows. Yeah, right. So it was they, a, com- it was they combined a like two shows. Yeah. yeah. Um but the the guy who was supposed to play uh so the guy who ended up playing Ryan Steele, mm-hmm. uh, he was actually supposed to be Tommy's replacement in Power Rangers. <laughs> so what ended up happening was because Tommy was so popular, they ended up switching it uh, and said, "Okay, Tommy, you're gonna be you're coming back as a White Ranger." And that they, guy's like, "It could have been me." Yeah, <laughs> and, they, and they told the other guy, like, you know, you're writing steel now if you're cool with it. And he's like, "Yeah, I got my own show. 
Mm-hmm. Why not? And I keep saying that guy because like um, his name just slipped my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many actors, but it's a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, and I'm gonna remember. I know his name and. The ca- the microphone is gonna stop. Recording. You don't you don't have to like prove your cred to me. I believe no, you. No, no, but, no, I'm just telling you, it always happens. Like the the moment we stop recording, yeah. I'm like it's such and such. Mm-hmm. And you're like okay, well it's it's too late now. I'll probably remember later. But but yeah, so it it's been, uh yeah, it was almost Tommy or Jason Lee Frank as that character. Uh, and it, it, it could have been way different. Um, so. Yeah, I, I remember for shits and giggles a couple of years ago. I watched uh, because I think it was on Netflix or something. They yeah. had VR Troopers on there. I think they still do. I think yeah. Just I watched well. the first episode and I'm like, oh, cool. This is gonna be a fun little nostalgic kick because I remember. I remember I watched it uh, pretty religiously, mm-hmm. and then I was just like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. bad. It, it is bad. And I and then like I mean, obviously Power Rangers. Um. Yeah, it's cobbled together too, but this yeah. just seemed way worse. Yeah, this one they because they Frankensteined you know two shows yeah. together, um, and then spliced that with American footage. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they, they they had a lot more to to work with and a lot more to fuck up. Yeah, and I've I've since also rewatched um s- some of the f- first episodes, and I, it's hard to watch. Yeah. It's it super is. cheesy, um, but one of my favorite things to do is go to the, uh, you know how he does an inner monologue in front of like that, you know, this Asian looking tower. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's in San Pedro. Oh. That's the Korean friendship bell in San Pedro. <laughs> and that's one of my favorite things to do is go there. And if I go with friends, <laughs> I'll start doing a monologue to my dad as well. How is that not just on your Instagram like right now? <laughs> it, it, it is. I've picked it, it is. on my Instagram. <laughs> Of of being um, at this friendship bell, and yeah, dude, it's <laughs> it, it's one of it, it's such a great view there. It's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, but like one of my favorite things to do is just go there, and they had that in the pilot as well. So Jason or Frank was also yeah, you know, with his leather jacket and motorcycle oh, talking to his dad. <laughs> dude, I, I'll show you afterwards. It's, it's, it's fucking insane. It's awesome. I was I was hanging out at my friend's house. Uh, it was me, uh, my friend Steven, uh, Zarita, who he's an editor on The Annoying Orange, uh, my friend Andrew, and uh, Andre from Black Nerd Comedy. Mm-hmm. And we we're just hanging out. Oh, wow. And we we're just like just shooting the shit. And we we're like, hey, have you guys seen the, the Cybertron pilot? Mm-hmm. The Cybertron pilot. And Excuse we, you? We, <laughs> we put it on and it was, it was magical because Andre had never seen it. And... If you know Andre, Andre has an amazing. Oh, laugh. I'm a fan of. I subscribe to his channel. Yeah, so yeah. He, that laugh. He he does that laugh in real life too. Oh, and like just hearing it, you know, in person, at, and you're laughing too. It just makes things a hundred times funnier. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- just watching that was with him was amazing. Since they, uh, you know, it's it's a pitch thing. So it's a pilot to pitch it to networks because like, hey, we made Power Rangers. This guy was in Power Rangers air the show and but you know eventually fox kids yeah. picked it up too because it's like okay we we already show power rangers yeah um you know we're gonna show beetleborgs when that comes out probably um but yeah dude it was it, it was insane i'll show it to you they reused the white ranger theme song and it's amazing what uh is there a point and this kind of happens to every power ranger fan was there a point where you stopped following it regularly yes okay so it, i think around the time i got into middle school which was by the way, folks, this is probably just going to be a Power Rangers episode. It's been yes. forever since I've gotten a chance to talk yeah, about it. So anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it was around the time Disney took over, around uh-huh. that time. So I, that's when I stopped following it religiously. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and then I started picking it back up when uh, my brother started watching it on his own. And around that time, I was in high school. So I would kind of watch it when he would watch it and only when he would watch it mm-hmm. because I didn't want to risk my friends coming over unannounced like they like to do. Yeah. Um, and like, what are you doing? Uh, nothing. You're like, nothing? Nothing. Fuck. I was, uh, fuck. Uh, I was watching porn. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the weird thing with Power Rangers, at least at my elementary school, because I had a couple of friends and like, we, we'd be like, yeah, that episode was awesome. But in general, it, like it, you got shit on if you watched it, which is weird because it was a gigantic hit. Oh yeah. So I'm just like, what? What happened? Like, what was the? I just think you what know, didn't line up here. I think people were just like, oh, it's 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 kind of like a fad, I guess, to some people, yeah. and they're like, you know, like a lot of things in the '90s were. You know, there was Tamagotchis, there were Furbies, there were Power Rangers, mm-hmm. um, and you know, in some cases. People still like Furbies and people still like Tamagotchis. Yeah. But Power Rangers managed to stand the test of time, but it kind of held on to its fans. Yeah. uh, To its core fans. Um, Yeah, but I stopped watching because my friends... I stopped watching and it was no longer cool to talk to the, to my friends about it. Okay. Uh, which is around the time I got into middle school. Middle school. In middle fit, school. Okay. Because in, in elementary school, at least there was a handful of kids who were still into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I, I lived in Long Beach, raised in Long Beach, there were so many... Uh, middle schools to go to so many high schools to go to so a lot of the friends i had in middle school in elementary school we got separated when we got to uh middle school uh so i had to make new friends and it was mm-hmm. very i was like treading the water like okay yeah is it cool to talk about no, yeah it's, it's not cool then I'm, I'm not a fan <laughs> um and then i realized okay that the, the stereotypical dweeby kid with the you know uh, excuse me yeah uh playing magic the gathering um in the corner by himself um he would talk about power rangers okay. Like, okay well i'm not that guy okay i'm you know i'm gonna pretend i like sports <laughs> so that was me in middle school was pretending to like sports oh um yeah which was the worst because i hated sports yeah um but yeah and then i got back into it roughly around high school uh because that's kind of around the time where um nostalgia was starting to kind of be, you know pick up for it well the original season um my brother was into it because he was that age and i would watch it with him mm-hmm. but i didn't start being open about it until after i graduated after i had a job with my own money and after i stopped caring what mm-hmm. people i went to school with thought because yeah you know, they who are they yeah i think for me that point was like college because i'm yeah. just like Oh wait, I can just be nerdy about this stuff. Yeah, it's like, I'm already here. I'm yeah, not trying yeah. to impress anyone. Exactly. Yeah, uh, you know. So my my thought process was like, well, I have a job, I have my own money. If I want to buy a Power Rangers action figure, yeah, I'm gonna buy myself a Power Ranger action figure. And it just so happened that uh, I was they they redid the um the first season with all those cheesy special effects. I uh, hated that because I, I, I heard they did it and I'm just like, oh, it's back on TV. Let me check it out. And yeah. then it just looked off. Yeah, I think I they did it with Dragon Ball Z too. It was weird. Possibly. I, I didn't watch that Dragon Ball Z, but I did watch yeah. part of the, the redo and I remember hating it, but Power Ranger Toys were back in, this is 2010. So Power Rangers was back in stores. Mm-hmm. It was, this is 2010. I was 20. Yeah. Um, I had my own job. I had my own money. So I was buying some and it, stuff. It wasn't a fucking... Um, it wasn't a fucking like uh, adventure to find some of the toys like oh, it no. was when they first came out. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I dude, holy shit! I I remember being really upset because my parents, you know, my parents have never really uh, gave a shit about buying toys. 
So, you know, around Christmas time, like, oh, we'll, we'll buy it when we buy it. Yeah. And so by the time they got around to getting to the stores to buy the Christmas presents, all the Power Rangers toys were, like, out. Uh, so, yeah. the any Power Rangers toys I did get weren't for my parents, not because they didn't try, but because my parents couldn't find any. And those who uh, were able to find someone like uncles or aunts, mm-hmm. um, they happened to be getting Power Rangers toys for, like, their kids. And they knew I liked it, so they grabbed them for me as well mm-hmm. while they were there. Um, so that's the toys I had. Um, I remember the owner of the building I lived in. Uh-huh. She uh, got me the Yellow Ranger with her uh, her shark cycle uh, for <laughs> Christmas one year. And she got it for her granddaughter, but her granddaughter didn't like Rangers anymore, so she gave it to me. No. Oh. So I was like, okay. You're like, cool. I'll take it. Her loss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, her, like, this is awesome. I, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was a pain in the ass from what I was told. Did you... Um See, for me, I when I was watching, I knew when my cousins found out I was a fan of the show and they're a bit older than I am, they told, they're the ones that kind of filled me in. It's like, oh, this is how the show's actually made. Like, it's cobbled together from this show. Yeah. Did, when, how, did you know about that growing up or did not you find a, out like way later? Not as a kid. I found okay. out when I was in high school. Okay. Because uh, I was in, uh, you know, stereotypically, I was in a computer design class in high mm-hmm. school. Um, I and mean my, that pays off now. It pays. Like, yeah, it paid off a year later because yeah. I because I was charging people to like do HTML code on their MySpace <laughs> pages. Um, so, but so it paid, quite literally paid off. Uh, but yeah, my friend Adam, who, who I still talk to uh, uh, from time to time, he he found this website and it. He's like, dude, did you know that the seven that Power Rangers is a thing in Japan? And their 17th season was our first season. Yeah. And I was like, no fucking way. So, like, <laughs> a bunch of us huddled around him. It's like, yeah. So, like, this is their team. And their Yellow Ranger, you know, how we are the girl, there's the boy. Yeah. And his name is Boy. Yeah. And that, that's the funniest thing. Right? <laughs> that is the best thing in the world to me. And he's like, yeah. And, like, their White Ranger wasn't even from that series. It was from the next season. Yeah. And that was a little kid. And, like, he's 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 giving us a quick crack crash course and i remember that like clicked in my mind i was like let me go back to my what's this website i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna find out you know get this website and i'm gonna read all about it yeah so this is in high school meanwhile our teacher was like you know start what are you doing yeah you know you have assignments too <laughs> then he realized oh it's 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 jimmy okay he he's done with his assignment for the rest of oh, the year okay fine <laughs> yeah so like that class is super easy i finished yeah. all my assignments within like the first few months that's awesome so i had the rest of the year to slack off yeah so when i when i found that out it was relatively early on it was still um it was even before the Thunderzords showed up. Oh, really? So they so, showed. So they you told know me for a while. Yeah. So they told me, and then I was just like, a lot of that clicked because I would notice the difference in quality and footage. I don't. I mean, it sounds like I'm making that up, but it's like as a kid, I noticed like, why does it look like that? Yeah. No, or like the Green Ranger like, yeah, shield. You're like, and well, even then, you're you're a few years older than me, so even then, you're a little bit on the older side when you're watching yeah. it, as far as kids are concerned. Mm-hmm. So I do believe you that like, yeah. you'd notice it because I was a little kid. You know, I, I started noticing it yeah, when I was older that things would look a little bit different. Yeah, you know? and like, they oh, they reused the footage here and then like, how come these two things aren't ever in the same shot or yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, eventually they started using more of their own footage oh, yeah. but it was just like I, I uh, when they told me that i'm like oh all of that it, it makes clicked, sense right? okay yeah. yeah but it wouldn't be until i want to say three four years ago i got i finally saw 
like Z-Ranger mm-hmm. and I, I watched like the first few episodes I'm like oh this is a vastly different oh, show yeah. I, I, I have I have that on DVD and yeah I started I did the same thing I watched the first few episodes um, and yeah it's way different and I'm mm-hmm. like how they managed to piece together that into Power Rangers mm-hmm. is brilliant because <laughs> it's just two completely different shows yeah um, for two different audiences um, quite literally oh so yeah it's 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 um, it's pretty fucking cool mm-hmm. the way they do it i don't think i'd be i'd be able to do it you know but or maybe i can i don't know i'd, I'd have to like watch every episode with the intention of mm-hmm. writing something with it but yeah no i i back back then i don't know how they did it like, yeah uh, and then mainly because of that because again i think i really really stopped watching with what was it? What was after? Not the season immediately after In Space. The so, one after. So it was Lost Light, Galaxy. Lost Galaxy. And then it was Lightspeed Rescue. Okay, so I sort of watched um, Lost Galaxy. Okay. And then, and then like I caught a few episodes of um, that one, and even maybe a few episodes of Time Force. Okay, Time Force is great too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's when I was just like, okay, completely cut off. Yeah. And then. Uh, what was funny for me after I kind of like discovered like oh I now I can get all the old Sentai shows yeah started watching that I for me personally I find it hard to go back yeah to Power Rangers yeah I mean same thing like I I, I watched all of Dino Charge and then mm-hmm. I started watching Kuruja and I'm like this this is <sighs> Oh. I loved I loved uh yeah I loved that season and then that was the point where it was just like I I'd been talking to Keyson about this I'm like all yeah. right let me let me give Dino Charge a real shot and then it's like I couldn't even finish the second episode yeah. I was like this is terrible I, I, I'm glad <laughs> I watched Dino Charge when I did uh-huh. because I'm really good friends with the Red Ranger from that season oh and well they'll never I, be on this show <laughs> I have to say that's it's like, what did Justin say? I'm never going. Yeah, <laughs> right. Anyway. No, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a vastly different show. Like, I remember the reason I started watching Sentai. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually looked into watching it was because I was so disappointed with Super Mega Force. Mm. Because I yeah. saw the promotional yeah. stuff for it. I was like, these suits look fucking cool. They could turn into any Rangers team ever. Mm-hmm. This is, how can they go wrong? And yeah. then they went wrong. And I'm like, oh, this is... This sucks well how did they explain it in power ranger universe so if i remember correctly they they were they were using the ghost ager suits yeah so they were were mega force and then uh there was a threat and like a super massive alien threat thing that was coming in Mm -hmm. and they needed stronger powers so the worst part was that the gokaiser suits were uh power upgrades like they were uh, you know, like <sighs> level two, I guess. So it's level That's one really is Gosager, level two is Gokaiger. For for folks listening at home, just to give you some context, the the Gokaiger suit, which is the super mega force thing, it's clearly a pirate costume. Oh yeah, clearly. Yeah, like they, there's, it couldn't be anything else. They have crossbones on them. Yeah, uh, they have the the pop collars. Their their helmets uh, look like pirate hats. The coattails. Yeah. They have coattails. Like, uh, you know, they have um s- guns that look like. Yeah, something a pirate would use. Their swords are curved like a pirate. Did sword. they have the zords in that one? Yes. It, it a, so, so they did have a pirate ship in the. Yeah, yeah. Oh their Megazord was a pirate ship. Oh my god! I mean, the main with body, a hat. With a, yeah, no, with a pirate <laughs> hat. Um, and like it had a race car and a dump truck <laughs> and uh, not a dump truck. It was a trailer, a submarine. Yeah. And a jet. Mm-hmm. Uh, were like the arms and legs and stuff. So it was kind of cobbled together a little bit. Um, but like the main body was a pirate ship. So they're pirates. Yeah. 
Um, the, even their um, their cockpit had the spinny. Oh, that's right. Thing. Yeah, so the wheel. Like, yeah, so it was super obvious that they were. It was a pirate gimmick, but they were they were treated as power upgrades. Did they mention it at all? Uh-huh. Like why it has this nautical theme all of a sudden? Not at all. See, yeah, it was just a, a new power. It was their super mega mode. <sighs> oh, it was a mode. God. It wasn't even like you know. It wasn't like when. When MMPR, uh, the first season became ZO, where it was new suits and they were in that suit at all mm-hmm. time. No, they would morph into their uh, Mega Force mode, which is the Gosager suits, which is an angel theme. And then they, then immediately they go into Super Mega mode, which is the Mega Force. And it's like, why don't you just go straight into Mega Force? Yeah. And then go from there because it's yeah. clearly the superior don't waste the time. suits. Yeah, yeah. Don't, I mean, they wasted the time because they need to fill in, you know, a few extra seconds of time. Um, Which is kind of weird looking at it because I believe Power Rangers is only, what, 24 to 30 episodes a season? Yeah, something like that. But, yeah. like, you look at the Super Sentai, it's like, oh, it's 49 40. to 50. It's yeah. like, oh, so what do you mean you had to fill time? There's yeah. plenty of footage. Oh, yeah. So and <laughs> the wor- so it was just really bad, and I realized that for Mega Force, I'm sorry, Super Mega Force, I hated everything but the fight scenes, mm. which were d- ripped directly from the Japanese yeah. show. In most cases, they did reshoot some stuff, mm-hmm. but they reshot shit that shouldn't have been reshot. When instead of you know doing uh, <laughs> so, like they they had shows that uh, sorry, that suits that were only in the Japanese version. Yeah, they made it into Power Rangers, and the way they explain that explain that is that these are powers that have never been seen before, and instead of you know creating some sort of like backstory for them mm-hmm. that would have been cool um no they didn't do any of that just they a- just said these are from a different planet or some bullshit explanation rather than like giving them proper like you know mm-hmm. history like oh you know for the, they, they use the die ranger suits yeah they, which is like wait a minute yeah which would have been super fucking cool they would have tied it into the thunder zords like oh these powers are based on the thunder zords or mm-hmm. some do something so it was just right? kind of reduced to one throwaway line yeah and okay. it was just a bad show so which is i'm f- quite funny they had to do that is because it looked like they shot their own footage for they, they, the, they reshot a lot the 199 of, thing yeah they, they reshot a lot of footage um but they reshot footage that should have been reshot mm. and um and they left stuff in that should have been reshot mm. so it was really weird with what they reshot and what they did it um like they like i said they kept some sentai suits and then there was other stuff where they move they reshot stuff but they didn't you know th- th- that footage was all power ranger suits already mm-hmm. so it was weird the way they did it and mm. it just came off as lazy so i just remember being so disappointed with the show as a whole mm-hmm. as i was watching it that i looked up the japanese version and i started watching okaijer and I was yeah. like, this is a show. That was my uh, big gateway, like, for real back into it. Because then I watched, like, the next few subsequent seasons. Yeah. And I fell in love with it all over again. Yeah. And then it's like, I can't go back to it. Because mm-hmm. I, I think, and uh, I was talking to Kizan about it, like, the thing about Power Rangers here in America, and although, like, that's what got me started watching the whole thing, mm-hmm. Um it just fits together when you see the original footage yeah. and you're like, Oh, everything makes sense. Yeah. Even just down to the, their gestures like fit into mm-hmm. what they're doing. Whereas here it's cobbled together. And then as an adult watching it, uh, first of all, it's like, Justin, what are you watching a kid show for? Shut up. <laughs> and then two, it's like, Oh, I, I kind of respond differently to when I can see it's clearly 
cobbled together yeah and like this doesn't belong with that footage yeah Yeah. one of my favorite things about dino charge uh was that uh at least the blue ranger and the red ranger so it would be uh yoshi sudarso and brennan brahia they watched Kyoryuger beforehand. Mm-hmm. So at least with Yoshi... actually cool, yeah. With Yoshi, when he was in his civilian form, he would try to mimic some of the gestures of his character in Japan. Mm-hmm. So when he morphed, it made sense. So it wasn't, ah, it wasn't okay. as jarring. Yeah. And I think that's what they need to do more of. It's like, okay, well, if the character is goofy in japan maybe also kind of make them a little bit goofy in power mm-hmm. rangers as well so when they morph it isn't as jarring cause yeah because you'd have you know uh jake and megaforce he'd go from you know being kind of funny but then like to being a straight up goofball when morphed is like what happened did you are you dizzy mm-hmm. like when you know it's just two different characters um but you know then you get other characters who like with with tyler he was his character was energetic and good user, so he's gonna make his Power Ranger character energetic as well to kind of match. So they tried, you know, whether or not you like the series, they tried. Mm-hmm. At least the actors did. I was just kind of bummed out seeing that uh, because Kyoru Blue in uh, the original show was like he, he's actually in this very like kind of complex situation like he's watching his sister and and his niece yeah and and like he's trying to keep his identity secret from them yeah and then it just kind of transferred over to he's a dumb he's a caveman yeah it's like oh yeah no there's (laughs) and and i do understand you know it's a dinosaur themed show and i like how they kept sir ivan and 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 uh kyoryuger gold was a samurai Mm -hmm. here he's a knight so they kind of okay tried i mean they tried uh, but it didn't quite is, translate as well. Which that choice sounds weird to me too. I didn't even get that far, but that sounds weird to me too because, especially nowadays, and that that wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. Like people know what a samurai is. Yeah, uh, but I, th- I think what the, you know. Um, yeah. But then we got Power Rangers, Power Rangers samurai, and they had one Asian person on the team. Yeah, you know, and this is a a, a samurai clan. Yeah. You know, because I remember seeing the footage for that before the show came out, and I'm just like, "How are they going to adapt this?" Because <laughs> like, this is really Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, I'm like, okay. So I I, I watched Samurai. I was bored of it. Um, I watched Mega Force, Super Mega Force. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. Watched Dino Charge, and I was like, okay, this is better. Okay. This is going. It's going up. Okay. No. I watched Ninja Steel. It, I was like, no, this is going back downhill. What, what is it doing? And From what I've heard, the original show for that one was this. Uh, yeah, and Ninja was. Uh, yeah, it wasn't all that great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know people who really love it mm-hmm. because it's not. It's it's kind of goofy mm-hmm. and you know not all that great. So they love it because yeah. of that. I wasn't a fan of of Ninja Steel. Okay. Um, I had my reasons, and then Beast Morphers. What I've seen, and I've seen every episode that's aired in the U.S. so far. It's an improvement. Okay. That doesn't mean that it's Because this is good. the first time with it's now with Hasbro, not Saban? Yes. Okay. Um, kind of. It's it's in the transitional period. Okay. Where Saban still has their their paws on it. Uh-huh. But Hasbro also has their paws on it. So it's still not... As of this season, it's still not fully in Hasbro's hands. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see next season. Okay. Next season should be the full Hasbro... 
not the next season, but the next series of Power mm-hmm. Rangers should be the next full proper Hasbro season, yeah. whatever that ends up being. Whether it's uh, they go with Joe Oger, or they go with uh, which my guess will be Q Ranger because they could do more toys, or they could. Dude, Tokyujer, you fucking cowards. I would love Tokyujer. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Tokyujer's trains is a choo-choo Power Rangers. Um, and it, it sounds the most ridiculous, but one of my favorite seasons. It's Power Rangers hands, off the rails. Hands down, one of my favorite seasons. I was, it's, it's such yeah, a fun season. I was blown it, away by that. It is such a fun season. It's one of those seasons where I kind of like, I've shown it to people and I was like, look, uh, this I've shown the first episode because the first episode has a lot of really cool stuff yeah. in it. It's supposed to get you, you know, whet your appetite for mm-hmm. what's expected. Uh, so I've shown people the first episode, like, oh, this is kind of amazing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Here's where to watch it. Watch it. Let me know what you think. And I know a lot of people who who would consider uh, Tokyo to be, you know, one of their favorite seasons. Yeah, and it's uh, I for, can't blame them for fans listening if, if you're wondering like why are there so many issues like translating and adapting stories well it's because I, I feel like they're a bit more ambitious over there obviously the audience is much different yeah. but just for comparison megaforce and super megaforce here was i'm assuming it was the same form with teenagers with attitude and yeah, yeah, yeah okay it was it was trying to be like hey remember power rangers yeah we're power rangers okay so japan uh the show was angels and then pirates yeah so it was already like Space whoa pirates. yeah yeah uh and then i believe the season we got after gokaiger was what we know as beast morphers yes. is go buster another one of my favorite yeah, seasons season and too. that one was toned down for japan yes um and that's kind of why i loved it. i love the costumes for that one. Oh yeah that one was um awesome. and then yeah that was secret agents Which but I'm then su- i'm surprised they skipped it in the first place because we skipped it here in america yeah yeah, but, uh, which saying? is which is shocking because it, I feel like that was tailored for a Western audience because it was just oh we took a lot of the goofy stuff like I just remember the first episode or something like th- they just shot everyone in the room first yeah. and then walked in they're like clear instead of like going <laughs> right to sword fighting <laughs> yeah yeah so uh so yeah then we, it's Beast Morphers now which I'm surprised they went back to because they said that the reason they didn't choose it originally was because of um the the monster suits being such in such bad shape that they oh. wouldn't be able to you know send them over to the u.s mm-hmm. so for my understanding hasbro recreated those oh okay. which is why you know because they like the suits and they're like and i think to them it was a safe choice i i thought it had to do with the the toy sales because yeah. they were probably just like oh we can make a bunch of shit like that. Yes, yeah, so I know. I know Hasbro was probably looking at a lot of different things. Um, I don't work for Hasbro. Um, mm-hmm. If but if Hasbro wants to give me a job, <laughs> but I think they were looking at from the the seasons that they could adapt, which is the safest. Yeah, and they went with okay. That one has those would make those suits would make really cool toys. There's three core rangers. Two mm-hmm. bonus rangers, so that's mm-hmm. five figures total. That's you know we only have to make five ranger figures. Um, you know then we get the villains. Those are cool looking villains. So they were probably looking at all the toys yeah. and the uh, their Zords have uh, numerous transforming gimmicks. So it's mm-hmm. you know in their wheelhouse. Like this one's a car. That one's a helicopter. This one's like they a have trailer. transforming cameras. They have like, yeah. oh we can do that. No yeah. problem. So the one thing I don't like about the about the uh, Beast Morphers toys is the the gun that's a camera mm-hmm. isn't a, isn't a camera in the show. It's what a gun. is it? It's the gun. 
It's just a straight up it gun. Is a okay. Uh, same thing with the binoculars. So it's supposed to be a little sword. Are they agents in this one too? Or like, uh, kind what of. are they? They. Uh, so it's an organization um, that they're trying to build their own like super soldiers. Okay. Um, and a virus, you know, was about to uh, it got mixed into what they're calling uh, Morphex, which is liquid. Um, you know. Res, like a liquid thing of the uh, morphing grid. Okay. Um, and okay. It's mixed with animal DNA, and that makes the Power Rangers. Um, in the first episode, the, the three chosen Rangers, uh, two of them get infected with more with the poisonous Morphex. One gets spared. They fight. Um, two kind of outsiders are also there, and then those three, the one that was chosen, the two outsiders. Uh, get the the animal DNA, the proper animal DNA mm-hmm. with the Morphex, and they become Power Rangers. Uh, okay. And you know, so they're kind of secret agents, but kind of not. It's a government agency. Um, so yeah. it's it sounds like it's Battle pretty close. Force. It's it's closer. To, it's yeah. trying to. It's 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 taking what it has and trying to kind of fit it to be you know because um, I think the Morphex in this is a, a renewable power source mm-hmm. so it's supposed to be cleaner for the environment uh, <laughs> okay okay but, you know it could be weaponized okay. which is you know that the the issue is it could be weaponized so the power rangers were created to protect it so it w- can't be weaponized and sure enough the the villains of the season are trying to steal it to weaponize it mm-hmm. so um it's 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 not bad okay um they could be a lot better <laughs> But then again, I've only seen the first like eight episodes, and that's what we've been shown so far. Uh, okay. Other countries are like on episode like eighteen. Oh, um, but you know we're on hiatus here in the states, and I want to support the official release, so I haven't gone out and like watched the other episodes because um, so, I want to actually watch it as it airs because I know that if I watch it. It's it's a rating and yeah. you know, it'll help. The I, don't, show. I don't know if I can bring myself to watch it because I really loved Go Busters yeah, yeah. as a season. I was just like wow because of the insanity of yeah. Go Kaiju before it yeah. and the direction they went. I was just like this is fantastic. Yeah, I know some people who were huge fans of Go Busters who were ex- who had no plans on watching the show but were just excited to get the figures in stores. That's true. And to yeah. like get those items because there were certain things that weren't released in Japan. Mm-hmm. That we're getting versions of here, um, you know. So I, I in the mail I got the gold and red ranger for the lightning collection. If there's a SH figure arts version of the red ranger, I'd get that. Um, like there is. Oh, okay. They, there's an official SH figure arts okay. of, of of the red, blue, and yellow rangers. Ah, okay. The yellow ranger comes with with her jackrabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also. Uh, Are the buddy roids in the show also? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's yes. Good. I was worried. That was one. Th- I think it was, again talking to Keyson about it because um, I think that was one of our concerns. It's like they would take them out completely. No, they. I think Hasbro actually they made toys of them. Oh, that's great as well. So okay, which is why a lot of people are like, even if they don't plan on watching the show, the fact that these toys are coming out mm-hmm. and they're not bad toys either. Yeah. Um, well, it's Hasbro, so I'm not. Yeah. Too sure. No, Hasbro does a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, they're not bad. To- I mean, they. I wish I could be in those, you know, rooms where they make some of these decisions. Like, yeah. Maybe not that. That would be awesome, you know. But 
at the end of the day, it's they're not made for me. I think that's one episode. You just gave, sorry, off the, you just gave me an idea for another show. I'm like, I need like toy people. Let's do it. On, yeah, Let's do it. I, 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 I I love toys. Yeah. Um, I have a toy Instagram account. <laughs> oh shit! You should have told me. I would have followed that. Uh, I'll tell you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll do it. Toys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I it's it's I buy the toys because mm-hmm. I, you know, even with the Japanese stuff. I can't watch it legally here, which mm-hmm. sucks. Uh, if there was a service like Crunchyroll uh, that brings those over, like of new seasons, because I know Shout Factory puts out the the some older seasons, and I've been buying those. Mm-hmm. I have all of them except for um, which one is it? Uh, not Ging- I have Ginga Man. I have all of them except for what was Wild was Wild Forest, and it's slipping my mind. No, uh, I thought that was Wild Force is Ginga Man. No, Ginga Man. Oh, well, no, no, oh, no, no, it's um. Oh fuck, I know which one it's, you're talking it's, about. It's um. I get Lost Galaxy and um, Wild Force mixed same, up. Same, same. Yeah, which is, I was, my mind went to Ginga Man, but that's yeah. Wild. Uh, sorry, that's it's Lost, Lost Galaxy. Galaxy. It's uh, is. Oh, I'll remember it. Later. Well, yeah, well, yeah. The Japanese version of Wild Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only one I'm missing. Um, because I forgot to pre-order it and now it's not crazy expensive, but it's more than I'd like to pay. Um, but um. Yeah, so that's the, one, the only one I don't have. So I'm supporting those releases because mm-hmm. I want to give them money. Yeah. Because I love it so much. Yeah. So the, I can't watch the shows legally, so what I do is I buy the toys. Mm-hmm. So, like, Kamen Rider, I'll buy the belt. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, and I'll buy some of the gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Super Sentai, I'll buy the Morpher. And I'll buy the gimmicks. Uh, so I have, like, Changers and, and Kamen Rider belts for seasons I've watched mm-hmm. just to have them. Like, I have... The uh, the Mobirates. I have the Gokai Cellular. Oh wow! I, I want have... the I want the Mobirate. Uh, I'll see. I'll see yeah. if I can find anyone. <laughs> I've, I've found some relatively cheap. Um, I have a ton of Ranger keys. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the their their uh, Gokai Sword. I have the Gokai Caliber. <laughs> Um, have I you have, tried catching the key? <laughs> I've, it doesn't work. <laughs> I've tried. Uh, I have the uh, the Trident. Oh yeah. Um, so like I, I I didn't know they made that. It's super dinky it's dinky okay it's like yeah there's probably, no way they can sell the real yeah no I'm, I'm looking at this microphone it's probably you know it's it's, it's bigger than the microphone but it's okay. like this big okay some people call it the the uh the, the fork it yeah it sounds like it would look like a fork yeah, yeah. It's, it's like this long dude it's, <laughs> it's not it's, it's not anywhere near trident size yeah. but yeah i mean like when i could buy the toys i'll buy them just mm-hmm. to support the 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 official release in some capacity uh, i see um and you know, I know some people they would rather pay for it, and same same here. So if there's a service like Crunchyroll or like Funimation or some company were to get it and mm-hmm. do like same day, you know, dubs like you know or subs. I yeah, would pay for that service. I've only had to. I've only chance to go to like torrent sites, and it's been seasons that are like they're done already yeah yeah so it's like way after yeah there's there's some sites uh some sub sites and i'm friends with a few people who sub uh so i i support their releases um and like it's the only way i could do it Mm -hmm. because i mean toei is not doing it officially yeah um so which is strange because i feel like they should just fucking take control of all of this yeah and fucking you know here and, you go and toby had have a good relationship with like crunchyroll i think so just you know have have them translate it same day oh wait yeah they do because yeah my hero's on there exactly like, oh my god dragon yeah. ball z's on there yeah it's dragon ball super or whatever you know put it on a, on a site like crunchyroll mm-hmm. or work with crunchyroll to develop a like live action site mm-hmm. put all of common writer on there 
put all of Super Sentai on there. Mm-hmm. Um, then put all of you know like uh, freaking the Metal Heroes on there. Just fill it up with with Sentai mm-hmm. and like all these you know other Toku shows. Mm-hmm. Work with uh, who owns Ultraman, whose name I'm forgetting right now. Put Ultraman on there. Um, you know, and then also put some Japanese, some J dramas on there. Yeah, the the J dramas alone would sell the service. Yeah, it would you know? To, you know, and then you know, for us, put the the live action Toku set stuff. Yeah, I remember in college, like I had other friends who were like big into Japanese uh, shows and uh, movies as well, and like that was always our thing. We'd find like a way to get something, and luckily, oh, yeah. like I was in San Francisco for college, so like. Japan Town's right there. Oh yeah. So we couldn't find it online. We could at least have a second shot and like maybe find it physical copies and like we yeah we'd always like huddle together and watch like uh stuff yeah. yeah stuff like that like J dramas and yeah and I know people who would substitute just for the J dramas who mm-hmm. have no interest in, in Tokusatsu mm-hmm. they would sub to that service just for J dramas mm-hmm. I would sub for it for the uh, Tokusatsu and let me let me give you money just let me throw money at you toy yeah. I'm already throwing it with with toys but it's I'm throwing more money at you than I should because <laughs> uh, I have an addictive personality and these these, <laughs> these toys, man, there's something else I'm running out of room. Um, let's shift a little bit. Don't, don't okay. worry. We'll probably end up talking about Power Rangers again. But like, it's fine. Um, so did Power Rangers and the Tokusatsu stuff that, that have any influence on like what you wanted, what you do now? Because you do some stuff. I've seen you start up some projects. Yeah. Um, I have a few projects that are kind of, you know, I have Angel Gore Radio, which is a podcast that I've been meaning to start up. Mm-hmm. Um, you need a guest. I'm, oh, I got definitely. You, I got, yeah. I'm going to get you and Jason and Keys on. <laughs> um, and I'm going to get everyone as soon as I get everything off the ground. I've, I've been meaning to since I did Ready Say Geek like last year yeah we could do, uh, let's so, talk after we can figure sure, some shit out for sure and then um so i have that and i have you know a few people who it has its own audience but then my my day job i has nothing to do with tokusatsu <laughs> it's like the complete opposite um which is kind of funny because like um you know instead of japanese i speak spanish at work <laughs> um i help people get get jobs um, that's that's my thing. Oh, then um, I really have to talk to you after this. Okay. I, no, I got you. I got you. Uh, so, like, we have programs and stuff, and I do the or- the eligibility orientations. Uh, so I kind of tell people about our services, and then they fill out the paperwork. I go over the paperwork. It's a lot of boring stuff. And then I do the Spanish orientations. And more recently, I'm doing orientations for a different one. But I used to do graphic design for, mm-hmm. the, for the network, and that was a lot of fun. Ah, um, okay. But then they realized, Jimmy's a people person. The customers who have actually met him love him. Let's put him in front of people every single day. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. So it's it's fun. But, you know, it isn't anything to do with, like, my passions. Right. Uh, well, are you one of those people that has to, like, keep those things separate? Because I found out that, like, I have a little bit of that. Because I, I did try and do go to school for animation. Yeah. And I found out, and, like, I love animation, but yeah. I don't think I would want to work in it, you know? Yeah. Um, like, if, I mean, if I were to get a job, like, like Hasbro as a consultant for, like, mm-hmm. Power Rangers, I would probably take it, you know? I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. As, lo- as long as the pay was comparable to what I'm making now, um, you know, with benefits and everything, like, if if everything would be the same, mm-hmm. the only difference is, you know, instead of going to work over there, I go to work over here, I'll do it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, I did graphic design for about seven, maybe eight years for the network I'm at now. 
and it was fun but it was a headache because mm-hmm. i used to i went from doing graphic design stuff for fun mm-hmm. for friends for youtubers you know on the side to doing it full-time as my job 40 hours a week uh. maybe more um and that took a toll on my creative side and i went from loving to do it to like kind of it was it felt like work yeah and that's what i hated the most was. yeah i hear that happen to a lot of creatives because like once it becomes something commercial yeah like the the fun and the soul of it's gone yeah and the yeah. worst part is it's in it, it, it went from like putting a bit of my soul into every project mm-hmm. to not necessarily giving a shit mm-hmm if it if it was great or not, yeah, you're just like let's get this done, let's punch in and out. That's exactly yeah, what that, it was. Yeah, and it, it, I wasn't creating because I thought it looked good. I was creating what I thought the the boss man would like. Yeah, you know, and it wasn't like okay, do I think it looks good? It doesn't matter if I think it looks good. What matters is if the person who's approving it, if they think it looks good, mm-hmm. and that's where it, it became uh, tedious for me because I was no longer creating, you know, what I wanted to. I was creating what I thought everyone else around me would want. And in most cases, I was exactly what happened. It was like, okay, because if I, I found myself, if I create what I want, um, I'm going to pour my heart and soul into it mm-hmm. and I'm going to give it to the person approving it. They're going to look at it, chop it up into a million different pieces, rearrange everything, and then give it back to me and say, this is what I want it to be. I do that and it's no longer mine anymore. Mm-hmm. So I found that happening too often and i was like why am i pouring my heart into this piece of work that you know at the end of this isn't going to even look like anything like i wanted it to look yeah so i'm just gonna make what i think is gonna get me the approval and sure enough yeah it would would get the approval which is ultimately how that business works Mm -hmm. you're not doing it for you're doing it for the customer oh yeah. yeah so and you know and i totally understand that part but like still my creative side mm-hmm. it was itching for something kind of like let me do something that i'm happy with uh which is why i found myself getting pulled into these directions of doing projects for this person projects for that person um and then doing stuff for myself and that's so, what okay. was important to me so so about how long ago do you start doing stuff like that um so like i i've i've been doing stuff for my own kind of since since starting it since doing stuff with my current job oh okay okay. so like i would go home and do stuff for myself Mm -hmm. you know like was it good probably not but it's something that i wanted to make and it's something that probably doesn't get released but i wanted to make you you hit on something big there and a message i always put out into the world for anyone who's creative like don't worry if it's good or not. Just just start first. Oh yeah, start doing for whatever you. The first few things you always make, mm-hmm. they're gonna be shit. Oh yeah, J- you just have oh, to accept yeah. that it's just gonna be shit. Oh yeah, you're not gonna be gold right off the bat. Like oh, my, yeah. f- to be honest, like the first half of the run of this show, probably when I look listen back on it, a lot of it is just like oh, I can't believe I. I was like that. <laughs> oh yeah, and like I, I and then I'm gonna probably say that about uh, when I do another 130 episodes. It's like, oh, well, what the fuck was I doing in that first 130? Oh, yeah. Dude, I I totally feel you because I did YouTube for a while. Oh really? Okay. I, can, I can't go back and watch those videos because yeah. Like, aside from looking different, you know, I was lighter, quite lighter. <laughs> I you know in in both weight and skin tone because you know I wouldn't leave the house as often. No facial hair, you know, different glasses, different way of dressing, different way of acting and just treating people in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those days were hard because I look back at these videos and I'm like, 
what was I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, that's not funny. Yeah. Um, so it's basically we can see baby Jimmy on, on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I was, I was talking about this as well during uh, another podcast where there are videos of me when I, back and I was like 20 and there's videos on YouTube of me when I was even younger than that, wow. that are almost impossible to find. So impossible. I haven't found them yet because they're on a channel that I lost access to because mm-hmm. I didn't remember the password or the username. Oh, it was stayed logged into my computer. I, wa- I cleared my internet browsing history once. It logged me out, and I didn't remember what my username or password was uh. because it was it was always logged in, and I was able to upload stuff. So there's probably and I'm saying probably because you know YouTube might have taken out the channel videos of me when I was like 17 years old, mm-hmm. you know maybe 16, just in high school, just being stupid. Um, and there's videos for my oldest channel I have access to. Those got lost because mm-hmm. I deleted them. Uh, I wasn't happy with them, so I deleted them. I wish I would have made them private. Uh, but there are cha- videos on that channel of me from around 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, young me. Didn't know what the hell I was doing. They're hard to watch. Uh, so they're yeah. private. <laughs> yeah, well, like you said, you're young and like, at least the, go- the good thing that comes with like looking back that stuff, it's like, okay, you can at least see how much you've grown. Oh, yeah. Or how much you haven't grown. You're like, oh, fuck, I got to do something. You yeah, know? yeah. So like even now, like I've been, um, I, I started a YouTube channel with some friends of mine uh, called Create Finity. And on there was- Create Finity? Yes. How do you spell create, it? Create, C-R-E-A-T-E-F-I-N-I-T-Y. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's cr- like create infinity, but just create finity. And it's it's going on now still. Or? Yeah. So okay. it's it's relatively new. Um, we have two videos on there. One's uh, subscribe, we, folks. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> Createfinity.com. Um, it should go to the YouTube channel. But yeah, we we started this channel, and there's two videos up on there. Uh, one of them was stupid, like it's called Game of Thrones. Which was literally <laughs> shot in a, in a hallway of a bathroom. Uh, two guys <laughs> fighting to use the bathroom. I did the camera work on that, and then we did one called procrastination. And, okay, uh, we haven't done video since. So you know, it's 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 just kinda, say that's part of the art. All right, exactly. we commit to the bit. God damn it! Because yeah. <laughs> there was even a, a gap between Game of Thrones and procrastination, uh, and I'm I'm gonna meet up with these guys soon to kind of. Figure out what's what are we doing next? It'd have been funny if you like called the first one procrastin and then the next video Asian. Asian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, been, see, we need you on the team. <laughs> we, need, we need your creative guidance, Justin. But I mean, like that that channel was meant to scratch our creative itch because mm-hmm. uh, on that channel is my friend Danny uh, Castellanos. He does Power Ranger videos oh, okay. on his channel called We the Geeks to Be Stella. But he can't do anything. Oh, I think I've seen that come up in my recommendations. Yeah, he's, he's, he's okay, yeah, I'll give them a follow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in some of the videos. Um, super, he's one of my best friends. Um, but the thing is, on his channel, despite having as many subscribers as he has, he can't make anything that isn't Power Rangers because it won't mm-hmm. get viewed. Right. So he feels stuck. It has to be Power Rangers. He wants to make a Godzilla video. Well. It could be Godzilla fights the Power Rangers because if it doesn't have Power Rangers, it's not going to get viewed. Yeah, you know, unfortunately. Then I have my friend Daryl Delphin. He's a voice actor, um, and he wants to kind of just do more stuff, live action stuff, so he could actually put it on his reel. You know, so we decided, okay, well, let's put you and stuff as well on this channel. And then there's me who just wants to create, which is why in one video I'm behind the camera, in the other video I'm in front of the camera. Um, I just want to do stuff. So. Yeah. 
like I'm hoping because I have stuff right now. I'm just hoping to kind of get together with these guys. What are we doing next? When can we do it? Let's fucking do it. Yeah. Um. So and, and that's for for folks listening, wondering like, how does stuff like this show and Jimmy's projects come about? It's like it's all centered around like our quote unquote regular lives. Oh yeah. And then we have to like make time for this. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah like it, know, it's tough. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's especially when you're. Uh, working with other people so even if you know you're free on a friday night uh your best friend who you know who you want to be with you he might be you know doing something else yeah and he might have prior commitments so you know if you want to work with him then you have to see when is he available is he's available uh on monday well crap i work all day monday Mm -hmm. uh let's make it you know so we have to kind of figure something out um yeah someone works days someone works nights oh yeah yeah it it's a it's a constant thing that happens to any you know anyone trying to be creative yeah with me i work a a monday through friday job you know um eight to five usually um around there um so that's my but i have a regular schedule my friend danny he's an actor He's he, today's opening night for one of his plays. Oh well, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so like he, so he's busy today, tomorrow, Sunday, next Friday, next Saturday, next Sunday. Yeah, weekends are kind of shot when you're when oh, you're yeah. in a regular play. Yeah, yeah. So like with him, I can't shoot with him in the, these next two weeks because he's doing his play, and that's when I'm available. And when he's available, I'm at work. And then there's you know there's there's Daryl who um, he's a voice actor. Mm-hmm. He may he may be called in to do yeah. you know a, a a thing or he you know he might be doing auditions or so to get all of our schedules lined up for long enough for us to actually shoot something. It's hard to do. So you know it, it's being a creative that isn't necessarily like Hollywood successful. It's hard because uh, you know you you need to have a day job or you need to most people at least have a day job or something that keeps them busy at some point and you have to go around their schedule even if you're free and when you're free they might be busy and when and when they're uh and they're free you might be busy it's difficult so when you're working with uh stuff like that it's just uh i mean you having space between the this video and your next project it makes a ton of sense and yeah it, it's one of those things like I, I have to explain to people who don't understand like it, it's a miracle i've been able to keep this weekly but you know um even then it's like especially in the last couple of months i, I don't record weekly mm-hmm. sometimes i, I have yeah. to work around stuff like i'll oh, be yeah. out of town or i'll be on vacation or you know i have something you know family emergencies oh yeah yeah yeah, I mean, what I what I wanted to do uh, with this channel was to like let's get together one weekend and just record two, three, four videos. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be long, complicated videos. Let's kind of have a reservoir mm-hmm. of videos, and then just record a bunch of stuff in the next weekend, maybe a weekend after. Have everything edited together. Just upload everything at once and just make it public. Yeah. You know, on a month by month basis, a week by week basis, doesn't matter. It's just how always have something, but it's just really difficult when we have such limited time. Because when we shot our procrastination video, um, we had some somewhere to be afterwards, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like we could just um, shoot this video and then go to a different location and shoot there. Because uh, we were able to shoot on on location at a comic book store, oh, okay. um, which was great for us. Because you know they were gracious and said, "Yeah, just do it." Um, 
but you know we weren't able to schedule wise so hopefully <laughs> we could get around to doing something more um but yeah dude it's 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 difficult and then when you want to do it for yourself you know you have so many ideas and you're like okay how can i pull this off by myself and oftentimes it's difficult yeah sometimes the constraints can help though just because hey we have this amount of time we can only go here then it kind of gets like okay we can only do this stuff and it's like okay now let's let's work within that uh so it, maybe uh some guidance can come of that but yeah yeah that, that is it's always tough like oh, yes. i mean i think geek say what we did like two sketch videos and we haven't been able to like schedule everyone back together since so yeah and it's it's tough like i mean because yeah. even then like i'll see these guys regularly but we're you know, conventions are the, where I usually see them, but that's actually where I usually see you. Conventions, exactly, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like almost every one of our meetings has been at a convention for the mm-hmm. most part, and you know, it, you're there working. I'm sometimes there working. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll be moderating a panel in, in a few weeks. Like I wasn't planning on going to this convention. Oh, which one are you going to? Uh, it's called Nerd Expo. Nerd Expo. It's the twenty-first. Of this month, yes, okay. September. So, and I'll be moderating the Arrow panel. Where's the Where's that one at? Pasadena. Pasadena. Is the, oh, is it in the same uh, hall as a uh, Japan World Heroes? I believe so. Oh, okay. I like that venue a lot. I, I, I like the venue. I don't like the parking. <laughs> True. Yeah, I hate the parking at you know, that it's, venue. It's 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 a pretty cool spot. Um, I go to a lot of conventions there because you know that's where Japan World Heroes is. Yeah. PMC Paramore Forgotten is going to be there next year. Oh, okay. Uh, Do they have one this year? They had Japan World Heroes. So. Oh, it alternates. Yeah, yeah. I didn't so, know that. Okay. So they did uh, uh, PMC last year and then Japan World Heroes a year before. Okay. So then this year we have Japan World Heroes and next year we have PMC. Um, they're bringing it back to Pasadena. Oh, I like okay. it in Anaheim a lot. I did, loved it when it was in Anaheim because, you know, it's Anaheim. It's Anaheim. It's easy. Yeah, um, I think. Uh yeah, the Anaheim Convention Center has been like my favorite uh, convention venue. Yeah. Just just out of convenience. I I've I have good memories at the convention center because I used to go to VidCon mm-hmm. almost every year. Oh okay. I, I didn't go these past two years, um. But I went the first six years that it's been at the convention center Anaheim. So I still have my old VidCon passes hanging mm-hmm. from my desk thing at home. Um. So I have good memories there. So when I get the chance to go to a convention at that convention center, mm-hmm. I'm always happy about it because it's good memories. Uh, so WonderCon, love it. I loved P- uh, PMC when it was there. Um, hoping to go to more uh, mm-hmm. in the near future. But yeah, no, uh, they're bringing PMC back to Pasadena. Okay. Um, I think there was a scheduling conflict of the dates they wanted. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think my next one is... It's a small. It's more symposium than convention. It's called storytelling across media. Oh, okay, that one's I want to say in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just a newer one for me to check out. That's what I, I need to go back to. Um, oh yeah, we can talk about conventions. Yeah. Um, last year I was big on let me go to conventions I would normally never go to. So yeah. I went to Fit Expo and <laughs> um, KCon. Oh, okay. Yeah, and both of those are vastly different yeah. from what we would normally see each other at. Yeah, yeah. Still, like, really fun. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, this is what I need to go back to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that, that's kind of where um, the storytelling across media ca- okay. came in. But Nerd Expo, is it, uh, what? what's the... Uh, 
it's, the theme behind that one. It's just nerd culture. But okay. It's done by the same guys that do Nerdbot. So it's, okay, okay. So it's those guys. So it's kind of, you know, so they're showcasing some of their projects. Oh, I wonder if I went to one of theirs. I went to something in Pasadena. I can't remember what. I met you at NerdbotCon. I That's think. what it was. Yeah, because is think, that the same thing? Uh, same same people, different convention technically. Okay. I think. oh, it's kind of like a Long Beach Comic Con, Long Beach Expo. Yeah. Kind of thing. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So and then they're doing Anime Pasadena. Yeah. Oh, so I missed the, Long Beach this year. Anyway. Uh, I I went. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I went. It was it was alright. Uh, I just went one day. Was there for a bit, so I didn't get the full experience. So. Well, it's it's a, it's a smaller con, which oh, yeah. is you know it's always nice, but to me, uh, um, it's super close to home. Oh yeah, you just walk down the street. I could walk. I, I could have walked. Oh, you could have walked. I oh, I was joking. I mean, I... It's, it's it's not a super short walk, but I've done the walk before. Um, and no, I I, I would have hated myself. I would have done that walk. Because uh, then you're like, I gotta carry all this stuff. It's a short Uber ride. It's a, it was like a four dollar Uber ride from my house. Oh, I would have just done that. Yeah. So I, no, which is great for me because yeah. you know parking is like 20 bucks yeah. uh so i just uh, i even told my friends i was like um i, I told keys on this like last year and we did was come to my neighborhood park you know if you can find parking in my neighborhood which depending on which at that time of day there's parking um around this time there's no parking um but around you know earlier in the day there's parking park in my neighborhood we'll just split an uber yeah, you know, to and fro, and that's what Kizan and I did last year, and it worked. Um, we because we were at that point. Once you're downtown, you're able to walk everywhere. Um, and we met up with people to eat. We ate, and then we took an Uber back to uh, my neighborhood. He got into his car and drove back to to his place, oh, um, and okay. I walked inside my house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Lamish is cool. Um, I like going to small cons a lot mm-hmm. because you kind of. It's more of a sense of community. Nothing yeah. wrong with big conventions. I did co- uh, San Diego Comic Con for the first time this year. And that was your first one. It was my first one. I had no idea. Oh, okay. It was uh, it. You you were there when I when it broke yeah. my cherry. Uh, but yeah, it was such a fun time. Yeah, such a fun time. But you know, it, that's it, that's our Coachella, motherfuckers. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly, dude. It was it was such a blast. Um, I, I want. I'm jealous year. of you. Like that was your first one. I'm like, oh, I I want that feeling again. The first. Yeah, it was yeah. it was great. Um, and it was cool because I got to experience it with you guys. Like I spent a good chunk of the time with you guys, and that was awesome. Um, but. Uh, so that that was a huge one, but I had gone to all these much smaller conventions before, um, you know, Long Beach Comic Expo, um, Long Beach Comic Con, Pasadena Comic Con, Robo Toy Fest, but I, mean, I had also done big conventions, so I wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know, a fish out of water. Like I I knew my kind of how to handle myself. Yeah, it wasn't any it wasn't a new feeling because I had done uh, WonderCon, I had done VidCon, and VidCon I almost got trampled by a bunch of teenage girls once. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I could survive almost anything at this point. Uh, but it's it's crazy because, you know, um, conventions, I tried to the smaller ones, sense of community. I was at uh, Japan World Heroes and I made a new friend. Yeah, He's an artist guy. He does Tugusatsu art. And, you know, we talked, we hit it off. He came over to my friend's house afterwards where we had a little kind of get together uh, potluck thing. And it was cool. We're friends now. Uh, is is Japan World Heroes like strictly tokusatsu 
based or Power Rangers based? It's or? it's mostly Tokusatsu. So you have Godzilla, okay. Mechagodzilla, okay, Mothra. So you have those the kaiju, kaiju stuff. Kaiju stuff. Yeah. And you also have uh, Common Rider. You have Super Sentai, um, and then you have some other you know non Toei, okay. not really official. Uh, stuff there as well. Yeah, I like those focused conventions. I've been to, been, I've done Gallifrey one once. I need to do that one. I, that one sounds like fun. Yeah, that, that one's ch- super chill. Um, the only thing I wish I could have done for that one was like, I wish I like stayed there. Would have yeah. made it a lot oh, easier. Oh yeah, because I, I think I only did the one day, and then I didn't really get to do it, the the ribbon swapping thing they do there. Okay, yeah, dude, the ribbon swapping is so much fun. Uh, and then uh, the only other, let's see, I've been to the big one. I've been to Star Wars Celebration. Okay, I've been that one, and then which was I can't wait for it to come back. And then um, there's this really tiny one. This is really cool, and you could do it in a day. It was this really small like Robotech, or excuse me, Macross convention. Oh, okay. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Because okay. it was literally like in not even the size of a gymnasium, but it was a tiny little convention. They had like way more stuff than I was expecting. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, so that was like a fun one to go yeah, to. Yes. So, like, so super small focus cons are awesome, which is why I love Japan World Heroes. Mm-hmm. Because everyone in the room is a fan of this really niche thing. Yeah. Like you could walk around and someone's like, oh, I like your shirt. Mm-hmm. That's such and such from this show. I'm like, Yeah. No one ever gets that. Yeah. You know, so I mean, and like, they, oh God, they get it. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So like, you know, you're able to kind of meet people who are into these weird things and it's so fucking cool. Cause yeah. it's like, um, you don't, the only other time you see these people are like on message boards mm-hmm. or on Reddit for that subreddit. So like being in the same room as them is usually pretty cool. I say usually cause there's people who, you know, a little weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they'll follow you home if you let them. Uh, what was your What was your very first convention? My very very first convention was the uh, the, the third VidCon. The third VidCon. Oh, yeah, okay. we've never done a VidCon. I got to check that out. Um, you may like it, you may not. Um, the first several years of it was super freaking cool mm-hmm. because it was back when YouTube was still relatively small. And so like you creator based, yeah, it was yeah. super creator based. So like you could walk around, and because VidCon was very creator based originally, mm-hmm. uh, so creators could meet other creators, whether they're big, they're small, and it was super cool because you could walk around and like, oh, that's such and such from that one channel, and like you meet people yeah. who who are doing stuff. You could pick their brains, um, and they're just there hanging mm-hmm. out. They want to meet people, and then as it grew, it became you know this uh, more corporate thing. And now it's owned by Viacom. Yeah, it's it's owned by Viacom, and then like a lot of the trends you see, it's uh, the videos that have a lot of hits. Yeah, they're all kind of the same. Yeah, and then it's so, just like, well, what was the point? Like, I, I went to YouTube because I I found creators that yeah, I I've, like I like their content. I mm-hmm. connect with them. I'm gonna subscribe yeah. to so, them. Yeah. So like my my first VidCon, I'll give you an example. I went in. And I met uh, Philip DeFranco, if you mm-hmm. know who that is. Oh, yeah, I follow uh, his So, yeah. and I met him, and I, and I talked to him, we chatted, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I kept walking. I'm, I'm relieved and, that he's a nice guy in, oh, yeah, in, no, in real life, yeah. He's, he's a super nice guy. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, I'm trying to think if there's any YouTubers who were nice, who, I mean, who you'd think would be nice with the assholes, but no, I, a lot of the guys I met, maybe it's just the creators that I would watch. Yeah. Uh, or maybe they just knew where they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, no, I, I met Logan Paul before Logan Paul got mm-hmm. huge 
and he was kind of a dick then too not surprised by yeah, that but at he, all. he was just you know he 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 was kind of into himself and you could tell yeah uh so um, nothing against the guy but i mean everything against the guy but whatever um so he's like the one that i met that i was like okay you're an asshole no no no. Uh, i met sam pepper if you know who that is sam pepper which one is that? he's some british guy uh he got in trouble several times he got accused for like you know um just trying to i think groom some girls uh, he, when they go after like an underage fan, and yeah, I don't know if she was underage or it was some sexual assault thing. Oh, um, God. So he's no longer popular. But I remember uh, meeting him, and he was a dick. Uh. And I was like, "Motherfucker, you make YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Calm your shit down." Yeah. Um, no one else here has an ego as big as you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have bigger, more subscribers. This is before he blew up. Then he blew up and I was like, great. Now this guy, this dick wad has a ton of views. Mm-hmm. And then this shit blew up in his face. And I was like, okay, um, cool. I kind of saw that coming. I'm going to look that up when I get home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's, he, he was a dick. Um, he's trying to kind of, he was trying to get back into the limelight last time I checked, but it's like whatever uh but most other youtubers are cool like philip defrangle was cool i met mr guitar man he was really cool mm-hmm. um on day oh shit such a nice guy oh i'd love to meet him such a nice guy <laughs> uh, oh my god and I, I had a full conversation with him and i was like just about chocolate rain and like yeah. the impact that it's had on his, on his life and yeah. just you know just shooting the shit super nice guy um oh, cool. so like that was the first few vidcons and then uh, YouTube started kind of becoming more mainstream, and the fans started to skew younger. Yeah. And they started kind of skewing more, you know, at least, you know, the, the ones who were really into it, really passionate, were these young uh, white girls. <laughs> I, would, I would say that, you know, but they were, I'm telling you, I almost got trampled by a horde of teenage white girls <laughs> because they thought they heard a British accent you know oh. a few feet away and i was in the crossfire uh so it was uh that was like maybe the third the fourth vidcon i went to so third or fourth vidcon i went to and then it's it went from because i have a friend who does youtube videos the same one I, I did the myspace page for um you know I, I i literally bought his tickets for him to go to the first vidcon with me so he wasn't able to schedule wise to go to the full thing but he showed up for a while you know hung out cool the next year we hung out same thing um and the last year i went to i couldn't even talk to him because he was behind glass like they what se- they would separate creators from the community whoa and if you like if you there's a youtuber you want to meet um and if they are doing meet and greets you have to do a lottery system that's crazy yeah and then you might get a signing and i know why they did it it's, it's a lot it's, it's a safety thing. safety thing yeah. um so like you know if he wants to my friend if he wants to walk the floor he has to have a bunch of security guards oh, he, even crazy. even though he is not the U, uh, youtuber who would get you know Mob, swarmed yeah. uh he'd have people come up to him of course but he's not going to get swarmed he's not you know the hottest thing right now but because there are people who have that same badge who do get swarmed mm-hmm. because of that he's not allowed to walk the convention floor if he wants to go from so- somewhere like the convention center he has to go through the back in those hallways in the back that's nuts golf carts and that's when he goes to his panels i couldn't even say hi to him in person because he was behind this he was on a stage behind glass and like he saw me he waved and he kind of you know uh, called me over and i went and he, we kind of talked behind the glass and i was like what are you doing afterwards he's like i'm probably gonna go eat i'll text you 
And then, you know, I t- he texted me, he's like, hey, I can't make it. You know, I'm getting pulled into something else. I get it. I was like, okay, cool. Just sh- shoot me a text when- whenever you're free. He wasn't free that whole weekend. Um, I mean, I have, I have his number. I could text him and see if he's busy. Yeah. Um, but it still went from me just walking up to him, just, you know, talking to him like this, to if I want to talk to him, you know, I... It has to be through text. Like, yeah. You know, oh, that's, that's, that's someone who's already my friend. And if I'm trying to connect with someone new, and if they have that higher stature, there's no fucking way. Mm-hmm. And it's it's become that way. So it's super corporate now. Oh, like, that sucks. Yeah, like I went last year, not last year, like the year before, and I was walking the expo hall, and it went from, the expo hall used to be um, these companies who are in the industry showing you their products like here's this website that helps you track your subscribers and what your growth is and what's your estimated growth here's a service that has this cool uh you know um tripod thing and here's Mm -hmm. this company that does this here's a a, a multi-channel network that offers this you know there's it went from that yeah to like two years ago there was you know Snickers had a booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hasbro had a booth. A Nickelodeon huh. had a booth. Oh, it's starting to look like the other cons. And yeah, no. and it's like, and it was no longer like, hey, we're you know, we're a company trying to help the creators. Like, hey, we're a company trying to sell you stuff. Yeah. Here's here we're Malter. Here's a bunch of malt chocolate ball things. There's got to be some kind of balance they can hit. You yeah, know? like they, get those key tr- creators, get them sponsored, something. They're, they're trying, but the thing is, it's gotten too big because mm-hmm. they have uh, three tracks. Yeah. They have uh, the the creator, they have the community, and they have the industry. Yeah, the industry is for like people who are in the industry who are looking to uh, work with YouTubers and maybe start their own multi-channel network mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. These are people who work for companies who have money who are looking to invest and are looking to bring their company into the space then there's the creators which are you and i who make stuff um we have our own track and there's a community which would be uh the fan who is looking to meet the youtubers the problem was uh some fans would buy you know because their parents have money would buy the community track so they could meet the creators but they would also buy the creator track so they could go upstairs to go to the creator lounge to see if they could run into their favorite youtuber who may happen to be in the creator lounge right so they would abuse the pass and that was annoying because i i went up to the creator lounge to kind of get away from the community side and there was still community people up there all there because they were like looking to see is my favorite youtuber gonna walk past me can I meet my favorite YouTuber when, and I went from, from being on the elevator with Jenna, Jenna marbles, um, to now if, if I wanted to meet Jenna marbles, I had to get a, mm-hmm. a different pass and get a lottery system and have a bracelet Jesus. and go at a scheduled time just to meet her. And if it, it's like a convention, it's a convention now. It went from a conference to a convention. Mm. Um, and you know, some people would love it. I'm, having on for two years and there's a reason okay so so i think now it's like i just go to check it out just to just for the sake of going at least once yeah just, and you could go yeah. to say you did and maybe i mean maybe you'll have a fun time mm-hmm. and i had a fun time my last year only be, or it was the year before only because i was over friends mm-hmm. and even though nickelodeon was there they had a legends of the hidden temple thing it's like and, okay and i you know so those are some activities that were fun and so i was able to enjoy it that way um but I don't see myself really having as much fun as I 
probably could. Yeah, I mean, YouTube's changed a lot. Like, oh, yeah. you'd be shocked at some of the channels that have millions of subscribers and mm-hmm. hits. Like, there's this one channel that, um, well, it, it, I found out about because of, like, this one guy I follow just, like, broke down one of this guy's sketches, and he was just like, what? Um, so I, I follow this guy named Gus Johnson. The name um, sounds familiar. Yeah. So he, he's just a comedy he's just a um not a straight comedian but comedic actor okay but he has his own channel it's really funny check it out and like he found this one channel called guava juice oh i know i know guava juice and i'm just like there's no way he he broke down the sketch on there and he's like i'm like there's no way it's this stupid and i go to the channel i'm like it's even stupider (laughs) yeah it's the dumbest fucking channel I and I met the, I met the guy behind Guava Juice avid content Did you punch him? Ago. No, because he wasn't. It was him and like this other guy. It was back when he and this other guy were uh, Wasabi Productions. Uh-huh. Uh So they were doing sketches and stuff, but it was two guys, and it was, you know, it was more like a more modern smosh. Uh-huh. Um, and they were nice enough guys. I didn't punch him. Um, you should have. No. I, I, sh- I should have preemptively. I mean, if if I would have known, you would have known. If I would have known, I I would have gotten myself banned just for that. Um, no, but I met I met a lot of really cool people at previous VidCons, and like he was one of them. Oh. Uh, this is before he started his Guava Juice channel. So before he's set, uh, went he, different ways. Yeah, that guy has like products in Target. You know, like yeah, he's like making so much money. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing like kids should be watching it's like they learn nothing they don't learn anything yeah. funny like, I was, what, what the fuck is this i was at. he's just kind of yelling at the camera i was at target the other day and there was uh i saw some stuff for ryan's toy reviews oh no i've heard, I've heard of that one yeah yeah a little kid and um just you know i don't even think he he's maybe like maybe first or second grade yeah really Super, young kid really yeah. young kid but he has products at target and I forgot who else I saw who also had products in Target. And I'm like, these YouTubers... I mean, I've seen the books, and that's one thing. But there's, Yeah, books is, you know, you know at least they, a creative venture. Yeah. yeah. But there's toys. You know, this is licensed products with this kid's face on them. And I'm like, this kid is never going to have to worry about having to pay college <laughs> loans ever. Unless his parents are assholes. <laughs> um, I saw an interview with his parents and they seem like they're pretty level-headed okay and the you know um i mean maybe they were just putting on a show for the camera um i hope that's not the case yeah. but they said so that, that if the kid doesn't want to shoot videos they won't shoot mm-hmm. they're not going to force them to yeah and then th- that most of that money goes to um his like a, an account that they don't touch and then the rest goes back into the channel to make you know to keep it going i mean yeah if that's the case then good on them yeah, yeah. Uh, i hope that's the case you know i hope they're being honest um so you know because it's a little kid uh but there's yeah i forgot what other ch- youtuber i saw had products at target as well and i'm like if i would have kept up my channel from when i started uh i could be selling toys at target too yeah shit um It'd be it'd be a toy of you reviewing a toy. (laughs) Yes, it'd be an action figure with like much smaller action figures. Yeah, I'd be be licensed. I'd have like super small Power Ranger action figures. Yeah, (laughs) that'd be awesome. Oh, get that deal with Hasbro. Yes. Yeah, Hasbro. Are you you listening? (laughs) Do it. Yeah, but man, it's if I could, I would. I I wanted one of the things I wanted to do was design toys when I was younger. Oh shit! But I mean. I, that didn't happen. <laughs> well, you know, we'll have you back on anytime I do some like toy centric stuff. Cause that's, again, I, I've explored a lot of my nerdy passions on this show and that's one I haven't been able to find a lot of people on cause, um, and there's only so many channels to follow too. Yeah. Um, I, I followed a few toy centric channels. 
most of them who, that review Power Ranger stuff just yeah. because I was like, that's the toys I'm buying mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, I started buying Marvel Legends, which oh, is yeah. a insane deep, deep rabbit hole. Yeah. And my friend, he was like, well, you, if you know, you got to make a rule of what are you buying? Um, I was like, fine, I'll just buy Spider-Man and you know the, the spider totems. And that was a mistake because Hasbro releases new Spider-Man uh, Marvel Legends every wave, it looks like. Do they still do the thing where they have like the piece of a larger figure? The build-a-figure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so um, I'm not a huge fan of most of the build-a-figures. Um, there's one I want to get, uh, but he's expensive because it's from a few waves ago. Oh. But one of my good friends, his name is Eric, so shout out to Eric, he buys Marvel Legends... Just, certain Marvel Legends just for the Build-A-Figure mm-hmm. and I don't give a shit about the Build-A-Figure nine times out of ten mm-hmm. so if I care about the figure that it, the Build-A-Figure came with he'll sell it to me oh, like, okay oh, so you got a huge deal. discount okay. so like he's like I'm like how much for you know you bought the Kingpin Wave how much for that figure mm-hmm. um, well, whatever give me eight give me eight bucks for it okay what about that figure how much did I say for the last one? Eight bucks? Give me eight bucks for it. Okay. And then, you know, because he knows I'm not going to turn around and sell them. So he sells them to me. Send, he sends them my way. Sometimes he'll throw in a few spare figures. And then just out of curiosity, I checked eBay. How much do these figures go loose without the Build-A-Figure? And he gave me a steep discount. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm like, okay. So without the Build-A-Figure, this figure would have cost me 30 bucks. I paid eight. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> so it's 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 a deep rabbit hole. Okay. So that's, that's probably what we'll do... Uh, down the road because I, I definitely have I have you and a couple of other guests in mind for this so uh, we'll definitely explore that when we have you back but uh, Jimmy this was fucking fun man yeah yeah I don't know why I waited so long to have you on yeah. um, Jimmy um, do you have anything to, to plug I know we've talked about it throughout the yeah. show but uh, let, let's get all your plugs where can people yeah, find sure. you so um, my personally personally you can find me on Instagram I'm mm-hmm. GL Jimmy um, I also have uh, a Twitter it's GL Jimmy I'm not is active but i'll occasionally tweet something stupid um and if you want to watch my personal youtube videos i haven't uploaded in a while but it's youtube.com slash jimmy is a geek um and then um my new venture new ish venture is uh create finity which is a kind of uh whatever my friends and i feel like making youtube channels so if you want to watch skits it's mostly skits right now go to createfinity.com that's c-r-e-a-t-e f-i-n-i-t-y dot com and that goes right to the youtube channel and um you go to angelgroveradio.com and that gives you all my angel grove radio stuff i definitely want to help you with angel grove yeah let's do it i'm I'm down and you can find me on instagram at justin malari and on twitter at justin underscore malari and the geek offensive is on social media as well with the handle at geek offensive on just about every major platform this show is part of the Geek Say What Network, uh, so big thank you to the network and to its owner, JPG, for providing a platform for us. He makes me say thank you to him, so fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> Jason, I love you. <laughs> he doesn't. He's shaking his head right now. <laughs> uh, so uh, the network has a plethora of other podcasts available right now, ready for download on Apple, Google Podcasts, or wherever you download your talking. Um, just pretty much just every major platform. Uh, we have Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to geek culture, hosted by Alex Catherine. We have Geek KO, your weekly trivia podcast, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. We have Nerds on a Roll, an actual play RPG podcast, hosted by Rob Cigar, Lauren Peterson, and uh, their whole crew. 
And then we have Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal, putting a lens on marginalized issues within the geek community. And on the horizon, again, I'm saying we're aiming for this month for the release of it, um, unless JPG has something to, to throw a wrench in it or whatever. Um, it's called Pencil Neck Geeks, uh, putting, uh, tagging in your inner wrestling geek, hosted by Berto Ponce and Elaine Delalas. Look out for that one this month. I hope that's the case, because when I was plugging DGIF, it took forever, but... I have it on good authority. It's supposed to come out this month. Uh, Next up, uh, next shout out goes to our associate producers, Wayland Productions, for providing the space for us, the equipment, helping us sound great. You can find them at wayland.ws. And uh, please follow their audio dramas available on Apple Podcasts and on Alpha. Look for We're Live, Frontier, Gold Rush, uh, and a bunch of other ones. Um, And then our last shout out goes to jordandene.com. That's Jordan, D E N E. Com. They are our apparel sponsor, and they are uh, based in Brooklyn, New York. They help you look nerdy, and they're eco-friendly. And if you shop with the promo code GeekSayWhat, you get 20% off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. And I believe that's it. Jimmy, thank you so much. This thank, was a ton of fun. Thank you for having me. Like I, When you said you started like, oh, let's, let's finish it up, I was like, wait, we just started. Like, that's how awesome this was because it went by quickly. So thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, I look forward <laughs> to being back on the show. Bring me back whenever. Fuck yeah. Uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Thank you, everybody. Bye.